Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I am your host, Janae Ledger. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This is episode number 81. This is an incredible episode that I just recorded with a returning guest, so I definitely am just going to get right into it and I hope you guys enjoy. All right, everyone, I have a guest who is a returning guest, and she is from episode number 71, where we talked all about self-sabotaging. She is a videographer, business owner, entrepreneur, coach, speaker, and best-selling author. She has quite the list of attributes, and she is amazing. Um, Everyone, please welcome back to the show, Nell. (laughs) Hey, everybody. That was such an introduction. Thank you so much. I feel like I'm not deserving of like 75% of that. (laughs) But you totally are. And honestly, when I read that, I was like, holy shit, you really just do all the things. You wear all the hats. I mean, get to respect the hustle, man. I mean, shit, that is, that's an impressive. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, it is definitely a hustle and I love it. Like, it's just, it's amazing. I'm like, what can I do next? (laughs) Yes. That's how I am. It's so much fun to just like, I always like to learn. I always like to like get to know new things and like hobbies and traveling and just just all the things. So we're going to have such a fun episode. I am literally so pumped to be recording with you again because clearly we had so much fun last time. I uh, know. We have such a great time. I love it. It's so awesome. I feel like like we already know each other. We're like, yep. We're I so- know, right? <laughs> so much fun. So today, everyone, we're going to be talking all about travel. This has been an episode where I've wanted to do for so long, but I needed to find the perfect person to talk about this with and of course I mean you've been to so many places you have a YouTube channel with your husband dedicated to traveling and yes. vlogging so I at first want to know how did you guys like start that whole process of like creating a YouTube channel oh this is a good question so we started so like way way back a friend of ours said you guys what are you watching on tv and we're just like eh you know we watch like friends and whatever else and he was like you really should start watching youtube videos this was probably 2017 2018 and we were like, hey, YouTube videos, they're like five minutes long. What are we going to do? And he was like, right. watch travel stuff. You guys love to travel. So he was like, you got to watch this couple. They're called Kara and Nate. And we were like, okay, we'll check it out. So we watched a bunch of Kara and Nate videos and we were hooked. And these kids were just literally traveling and filming themselves while doing it. And I was like, well, we can do that. I mean, people are always asking all the time, where are you guys headed to next? Or what's next on the travel bucket list? And so this is a really easy way to answer that question. So fast forward to 2019, November, we took a trip to Las Vegas and we were getting on the plane and doing all this stuff. And I was like, well, why don't we just film ourselves and I'll like figure out how to edit it in iMovie and we'll just do it. So that was our first video. It was pretty atrocious. Um, you know, I'd recommend watching the newer stuff for that one, but whatever. Um, so we filmed that I edited and uploaded that video in November of 2019. So great timing to start a travel channel, right? Oh my God. 
<laughs> we took another couple of trips. Our last one before the pandemic was St. Martin. And I remember at uploading that last YouTube video right as the pandemic was fully coming. Out. I had to like put this disclaimer up, like we're not traveling right now because it's not safe, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But you know, we had these dreams of maybe doing the full-time travel vlogging thing one day. And then those dreams were crushed when the pandemic happened. So <laughs> that's how we got started. <laughs> wow. I mean, good for you for kind of just like going for it though, because I love when like you kind of think of an idea and you're like, you kind of go back and forth. Like even with like the podcast, I was like, do I do it? Do I not? And I'm sure even like with other situations, people always question like, should I try this out? But guess what? The worst thing that can happen is you do it and then you're like, eh, maybe this is not for me. Or the best thing is, wow, I really enjoy doing this. I'm going to kind of make it part of my life now. And it's going to be like a new thing that I can do. And, mm -hmm. you know, I can learn things and connect with things or people, totally. I should say, and just like really get really into it. So I, I think that's so cool that you guys really were like, well, we're passionate about traveling. So let's just start it. Yeah. And I know you just said that you now have a thousand subscribers, which is incredible. So <laughs> that is just so exciting. And it's, it's such a journey, like from like what you said, your first video. I mean, when I did my first podcast, I like think back on it. I'm like how embarrassing it was, but it's like, it's okay. It's your first, your first video, your first podcast, whatever, whatever right. it was. And it's just like, you learn so many things and then like oh you gosh. learn some new tips and tricks and blah, blah, blah. It's like, it really, when you look back on it, I'm sure it's like such a journey to think about like when you first started it. Oh my gosh. It totally, it totally is. And that's the same thing with, with YouTube. I mean, yeah. so putting yourself on camera in front of the possibility of reaching millions upon millions of people is daunting, but yeah. I mean, I, I grew up wanting to be on TV, so I wanted to be a meteorologist on the Weather Channel. I love that. Um, so that was, you know, that was part of my whole thing growing up, and I was really working towards that. And my husband's just kind of like, he's the most laid back person ever. He's like, whatever you want to do. If you want to be on camera, be on camera. If we don't, we don't. So whatever. But, um, you know, putting yourself out there for people, I think, is the biggest thing. And that's like with podcasting oh, yeah. too. You just, you just got to do it. And right. you do, you learn so much along the way and either you hate it and, or you love it or people absolutely don't respond to you or something. Mm -hmm. You just, you got to do it and then be consistent with it. Keep right. on doing it. If you don't hit a thousand subscribers in your first three videos, you, that's impossible, by the way. Like, I, I know of yeah. YouTubers that have millions of followers and they start other channels and don't get a thousand subscribers in three months. So mm -hmm. you cannot get down on yourself. You've got to be consistent and just do it. Yeah, I love it. That's really good advice. And and I I just, yeah, I, I love when anyone's just super passionate and they just, they think of an idea and they just go for it. So I think I, I really do respect people who can just oh, totally. really just follow their dreams and follow their goals. So yeah. love that. Um, So I guess my first question uh, about traveling is where are your like favorite spots that you've traveled to? Oh, good question. Okay. There's a few. So I would say until we went to Hawaii last year, Costa Rica was like oh. numero uno. <laughs> Costa Rica was just, I don't know, the vibe was 
everything. So it's just all the part that we were in. We were on the Pacific side. We were not on the Caribbean side. Apparently, there's like a really awesome sloth sanctuary sanctuary on the Caribbean side that I need to get to. And it's very, it's a lot more islandy feeling, but mm. the Pacific side is very jungly feeling. And the water is just so very like deep blue. And the weather is crazy because of the volcanoes. You've got these like super spotty rain showers that just happen. And then all of a sudden it's bright and sunny. And it's just a really cool place and the people were nice and it's yeah. a place that I feel like you could feel safe in mm. and I mean there are sketchy parts of every country let's be honest yeah, but exactly Costa Rica I would go I would get an Airbnb I would have I would go to local restaurants I would stay at one of those little like boutique hotels where they cook for you the authentic meals and things like that and mm. it's just a beautiful place I loved it there but oh my gosh Hawaii next level <laughs> agreed what island did you go to in Hawaii I went to Oahu I was actually okay. in a wedding on Waimanalo Beach amazing oh it was beautiful it was stunning <laughs> Hawaii is another level I've been to Maui twice and <sighs> I'm gonna go to Maui it's uh... It, it really is just another, it feels like another planet. It's like, I'm not in the United States. I'm not even on like, I, I don't even know what it is, but there's just something about it that's just unmatched. It really is. Oh, you're absolutely right. And Maui, I think, Maui, Kauai, all those, like Big Island too. There are some places that are less inhabited than Oahu mm -hmm. is that I anticipate being more beautiful than Oahu was. And I, it's like, to me, it's hard to comprehend because there were so many beautiful places on Oahu. The North shore was my favorite. It was amazing. But Waimanalo beach, I mean, having this wedding, the most perfectly clear blue water I've ever seen, beautiful dresses, beautiful weather. I mean, it was just like, is this even real? <laughs> Literally, it feels like you're not even like, it feels like you're in like a dream and you're like, yeah, like I literally had to be like, is this like I'm looking around, I'm like, is this real? Like, am I really yes. here right now? It's like, it really, truly, it's hard to even like put into words. That's oh, so true. Thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's unreal. Yeah. So Oahu, I, that's on my list for sure. Yeah, definitely do that. I honestly, we didn't spend any time in Honolulu or Waikiki because they're the two like most popular, like crowded areas. Mm. And last year at this time, it was a little different, you know, the, with the pandemic, the restrictions and everything mm. like that. So it was really hard to get into restaurants at the time. So we were like, yeah. we're not even going to try in these populated areas. So we spent a lot of time uh, on the North Shore, actually, and I am really drawing a blank on the name of the town that we stayed in, but Koalina was also a, re a really cool place to go. That's where the Four Seasons is and the okay. Disney Resort, and there's so much to do there and shopping and restaurants and everything. It was just, ugh, it was beautiful. I would go back in a heartbeat. <laughs> yes, it is. It's that place where it's just like, I could probably, like, I want to go on my honeymoon to an island on Hawaii. I'm not really sure which one yet. Because, yeah. like, I've been to Maui twice. I'm like, I know that island very well. I want to go somewhere that I haven't been yet. Oh, uh, if I may make a suggestion, uh, Kauai. Yes. Sounds pretty cool. There was a couple in the wedding party that went to Kauai after the wedding. And oh. the pictures from there, it looked like something out of Travel and Leisure magazine. Like, it was just, I, I don't know if it was real. 
I mean, I saw the photos and they said they went, but I just don't know if I believe it. Right. And, and that's like a photo. Like, and even when you, I'm sure you've, you've like shown people pictures of Hawaiian and you're like, oh, yeah. they're like, oh, it's so pretty, but it's like being there. Oh yeah. It, the pictures barely do justice. There like, is no camera, no camera <laughs> that will ever do it justice. <laughs> oh, I love it. And I mean, obviously Hawaii is like super long, but I mean, depending on where you are in the world, we're on the East coast. So obviously yes. nice 12 plus hour travel day, but Ooh. I did it with my mother and that was the longest trip she's ever been on like flight wise. Oh, wow. And she was like, she was really anticipating like, it's not going to be fun. And she's like, you know what? It wasn't that bad. And I was like, okay, mom. Good. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you're flying and traveling for that long of a day, I mean, obviously there's longer flights or 17 hour flights to like Dubai and things like that. But mm. I mean, you comfort is top priority. Absolute top priority. Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't that bad, but I feel like we also planned the trip right. So our comfort level was like to the max and we had a really good experience. That's awesome. Yeah. What do you what do you usually recommend for like say jet lag or like being comfortable? Like what are your top recs? Oh, so as far as jet lag, I always get affected way more when I'm coming back into the Eastern time zone from a time zone that is behind us. So yeah. West coast, uh, Hawaii, definitely. Although Hawaii was the first place that I was affected by jet lag both ways. So mm. I think that with jet lag, you definitely try, you need to try to ease into a routine. And so when we got to Hawaii, it was late at night there or well to us here and oh, so Lord. we ended up going out to dinner at what was like 3 a.m our time <laughs> and i was like you know my body is trying to sleep and i'm supposed to go eat so you know you gotta do what you gotta do but also give yourself a grace period give mm. yourself an extra day if you can to just really adjust and get that sleep in start eating meals you know build this routine eat the meals at the times that make the most sense while you're there and then when you get back just ease back into another routine and start you know maybe moving meals up yeah depending on how long you're how what the length of time is in between you know that time frame and this one just try to ease into it I guess you could say is just don't beat yourself up like oh I'm so tired I want to be doing this and I want to be out and doing all that but if you need to take a nap take a, take a nap like who right. cares You're on vacation <laughs> yeah and then for long haul flights um this is gonna sound really old lady of me compression socks all the way, all the way. <laughs> they are so not sexy but let me tell you they're they're a dream <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing that's such good advice though you know oh, i gosh. need to buy i need to buy me some i always you see them do. at marshall's like, you oh. get cute ones too i mean i have ones with like little hearts on the sides and Ooh. i'll tell you on that flight so i put my compression socks on when we got on the flight and then when we got off i was like oh i'll just take them off and put my regular shoes on well i forgot and I had them on like over my leggings and I was walking around in the airport with these socks on with like my sandals. And my husband's like, this is not your best look. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I appreciate that, but I don't care. <laughs> but, oh yeah, airport, I don't give a fuck. First no. of all, 
it's not normal to be like awake at like four o'clock in the morning just hanging out at the airport think about it you are literally like it is like another world I think the airport I could go off on a like a rant about the airport but I think (laughs) no matter what time it is you can be eating you can be drinking like you can just do whatever the hell you want and also I think wearing whatever the fuck you want I'm not the type of person that's gonna like like dress up I'm sorry it is (laughs) leggings sneakers I mean depending on the vibe or where I'm going or like flip-flops or something just something comfortable I used to like I don't know when I was younger I'd probably like dress up like a tiny bit but like one time there was one time I wore jeans on an airplane I was like this is the biggest mistake of my life worst decision ever (laughs) also what kills me is when people wear heels I'm like what the fuck are you doing how 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 I don't get it. Yeah, those people are actually really fucking insane. And (laughs) they're psychopaths. I'm sorry. If you're wearing heels and jeans on an airplane, you are a psychopath. Like, there's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I don't comprehend it. Like, you are walking through, trekking along with fucking heels? Are you? (laughs) Every time I see someone in heels at an airport, I'm like, what do you do? Where are you going that you need to wear heels? And even if I had to wear heels, like to the place that I was going, you best believe I'm I'm wearing my sneakers. I'm having my heels in my bag and I'm going to switch. Yeah. There's just, there's no reason to be in heels. No, you know, what's really funny about this is yesterday, a friend of mine texted me and she has a conference that she's going to in South Florida this coming Wednesday. And she texts me with this question. She's like, I have a dilemma, a travel dilemma. And I was like, oh my God, what? And I'm thinking like cancellation, rebook or something. And she's like, I have to be at a conference and I'm landing 30 minutes before I have to be there. And I want to wear like sandals, like heel, nice dressy sandals to the meeting. Like, do I have to wear this to the airport? And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) No, hold on. This is not a dilemma. There is no, like, this is, this is the rule. Okay. Fashion does not apply at the airport. Number one. So I am wearing those like cloud slides or something like that with socks or Mm -hmm. like tennis shoes or flip-flops or something and I am taking those bitches off when I get to my destination and then going to where I need to in my heels and she was like oh okay thanks for the recommendation (laughs) I was like is this not common knowledge why are we walking around in uncomfortable footwear when we don't need to be 100 percent. and what if you what if you're running late or like what if your connection gets fucked up you're gonna start running in those heels i've i have went ran through many freaking airports and i could not imagine fucking running in heels i would die there's that's a no-go that's i would be in the hospital with broken limbs like my ankles would be busted (laughs) i wouldn't be able to walk for the rest of my life i mean like i'm glad we discussed that because that is just like ladies just just throw them in your bag and put them yeah. on when you get there. Like that's just... honestly, I would rather see somebody get on the airplane with no shoes and socks on. Literally, than heels. Yeah, one hundred percent. Oh my, oh my god. god, I feel like I could go off on like a tangent of just airport. I know. Like, <laughs> and then the people that are really rude to like the the well, this is like for anything, but. When people are really rude to, I've seen so many videos of like the the kiosks people, you know, at the gate. Oh, the gate agents, yeah. People are so fucking rude to them. Like oh. I, I was at the airport and this woman was going off on her, and I was just like, 
what the fuck is wrong with you? It's not your fault that they had to cancel the flight for whatever reason or delayed it or whatever. And like, she was just going off. And I was just like, yo, this yeah. poor woman is just trying oh to do it. Oh my gosh. It's, I, I feel so terrible for any story that I hear or see that happening about i mean oh. the gay agents literally the middleman they're literally right. the person between your plans your travel plans and you actually getting onto the plane your with right. your plan following through and so they're just in the right place at the right time so they yeah. get all the flack and everything but it is so awful to see you've seen those tiktok videos oh, of yeah. like people just absolutely like screaming at them and belittling them it is like it's horrible these people are humans right right it's and like, they also are not at fault for what you're experiencing so 100 percent. so over it. just a public service announcement be nice to those types of people yes. and, and this is with any waitress waiter like oh, everyone that's in the service industry like treat them with respect <laughs> absolutely oh my gosh they come across assholes like you people all day long i can't even i i don't even know why they're still doing their jobs 100 <laughs> percent. yeah god bless them um okay i just went off on a massive tangent um okay so if you didn't live in the united states is there another country you would want to live in Oh my gosh. I feel like there's so many that I would want to live in. I want to live in countries I've never been to. So I, I really want to live in Italy. Um, <laughs> I, I've seen a lot of vlogs um, from Italy and it doesn't matter whether you're on the coast or in the center of the country or there's just beautiful countryside and the sunsets. And I, I just, I want to drive around on a Vespa and I want to feel like that Italian lifestyle if that makes any sense yeah. I'm just so intrigued by everything in Europe so one of my really? biggest things when I'm traveling is food like food is mm. up there for like even a reason why I'll travel to some place and oh, sure. I hear a lot of so like here in the United States we always like you hear things about not to get too far off on this tangent, but you know, our food system's pretty crazy and people have gluten oh, intolerances. Yeah, things like that. So I've heard stories of people in the United States not being able to eat gluten, like celiacs, allergic, reactions, everything, and being able to go to Europe and eating gluten and bread and having no issue. And wow. I just I believe in their food system. I just I believe in a lot of things that they do and I think it would just be really cool to be in that. Like the climate in Italy also sounds really oh, nice. For sure. If it wasn't super, super cold, I would live in Norway or Finland, or Switzerland. Yeah. And I just, people are, so apparently, Norway, like, I don't remember if it's Switzerland or Norway or Finland. One of them, they're the happiest country in the world. Oh, yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I've definitely heard that. Yeah. I mean, it looks... I, stunningly gorgeous stunning oh yeah I just, i'm not a cold weather gal i mean i live in the northeast what does that mean but <laughs> oh my gosh i mean i would also live in hawaii i'd live in the tropics i would probably live in somewhere in south america just because i love the wine and <laughs> yes oh my gosh yeah but honestly italy is like the first place that comes to mind okay i love that i want to go to the um elmafi coast Oh, the Amalfi Coast. 
I want to go to that. That's 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 on my bucket list. Now, what is what is your top maybe like three places that you want to go to that you haven't? Okay, so definitely Italy. Um, I I do want to go to Bali. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, but I want I want to like get outside of Bali a little bit to like Changu or. I know that's a super, super popular place for digital nomads, especially right now. Um, but I do, I, this is call me crazy. I want to go to like Vietnam or Cambodia or something. I want to experience the absolute craziness going on, like the traffic and having to like play Frogger and dodge across the street. And I just, I want to go experience that craziness for some reason. But I mean, everything's beautiful in its own way. So yes. absolutely (laughs) what about the united states like do you have like a do i don't know if you have a list or like how many states you've been to by chance or oh that's a good question i know i've been to i think 20 some states i have to look we have we actually have a travel map that um was given to us for christmas one year by a couple of our best friends and they love to travel too we travel a lot with them they got a travel map for themselves. They got us one and we scratch off a new state and a new country every time we go. That's and the so- last time I looked at it, I was like, oh, we got to do some more travel in the United States. <laughs> I know. It's so funny because it's like I you want to travel like- elsewhere, but then it's like there's so much here. But then it's like, but I'm so intrigued about like other country. It's yes. it's. it's tough. I, I know totally. it is so intriguing, but, and the thing is, is that we always, we end up visiting a lot of places that mm. we've already been to or somewhere that I've been and my husband, husband hasn't been or vice mm. versa. So then it's like, oh, I can't really cross off that state. Cause you know, <laughs> but I mean, pretty much every state on the East coast with the exception of Maine, um, I have not been to Texas actually, but yeah, um, Texas is huge. I feel like that requires like a whole series of vlogs on YouTube. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. California, Nevada, Arizona. I've been there and um, not anything in the Midwest. I'm a little terrified of the Midwest. I'll be honest. <laughs> terrifies me. It's definitely interesting. I mean, yeah. I've been a lot, I would say on the West coast and then the East coast and then the middle. It's like, I, yeah. it's like a big empty. Cause I have that map as well. It's like a yeah. lot of the, mid middle i don't know midwest i guess midwest but then like central yes yeah the center scares me and i'll it's that sounds terrible but (laughs) honestly one of the things that scares me the most is being landlocked yeah i almost feel like i know they say that a lot of the lakes and things like that in the midwest is they're you wouldn't know the difference like they're massive lakes and you can't see to the other side so it feels like an ocean and I don't know why but to me I just need to be able to get to the ocean in like three hours yeah it's important and I I lived in Idaho for college and it was obviously landlocked and I felt the same way it's like did you I just really like being near water I'll just I'll just say that I really I'm the same exact way I don't know what it is. I mean, I know technically like Pennsylvania is a landlocked state, but I mean, I can get to the ocean quicker than people in Western Maryland can. So yeah. it's not, I guess, about being landlocked. It's about being so far from it. <laughs> right, right. I just, the ocean's so beautiful. I just, I couldn't live without it. I know. Um, what would you say is like some tips for like 
you know, traveling with perhaps like a new partner or maybe like the first time you're traveling with your partner? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I feel like if you're traveling for the first time with someone or in a very new relationship, I feel like it's now or never. So Mm -hmm. you're going to know if you're meant to be with this person after that trip Mm -hmm. or even during the trip. (laughs) (laughs) because everything that you can possibly find out about this person is going to happen. You're going to find out about how they treat people in the service industry. You're going to see their personal hygiene habits. You're going to see everything about them, their eating habits, their sleeping habits, everything. So I almost would recommend, like if you're in a new relationship, I would say travel, travel with that person get to really know them. Cause I, I really do feel like, and that's with anybody, if it's a new friendship or yeah. anything, you're going to get to know that person. You're going to know them so well by the end of the trip. Oh, 100%. And yeah. how they travel, like on the airport, like, are you the type of person that shows up like two hours early or are you walking on the plane 30 minutes before? Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm, I'm like the kind of person that like, so, so now that I have these like credit cards and these parks and things like that, I like to take advantage of them. Yeah. So before I was like, yeah, you just get me there before the door closes, you know, it's fine. But now that I have these perks, I'm like, I need to be first in that line. <laughs> yes. And I hear that. The sky lounges, like, I don't know, Delta sky. I've never been in one, but I always hear podcasters talk about it. I'm like, I want to freaking do that. That sounds fun. Oh my gosh. So the Delta Sky Lounge is apparently like the hottest new lounge available. I haven't been to the Sky Lounge, but we have um, priority pass access to lounges all over the world. And um, I've also been in a few admirals clubs, um, but my dream lounge is the Centurion Lounge. Oh, that's like... sounds so fancy. <laughs> so the Centurion Lounge is a perk of the American Express Platinum or Business Platinum credit card. So the the annual fee is astronomical, but that lounge is apparently like creme de la creme. Plus there's other lounges abroad, like Singapore Airways. I mean, their lounges are apparently incredible. British Airways. like, And the, U- the U.S. honestly apparently doesn't even like hold a candle to some of the international lounges. Wow. But yes, I have heard that the Delta Sky Lounge is incredible. Oh my God, I'm dying to go in one. <laughs> I'm going to have to get there. I'll, I'll get there eventually, but. Oh, definitely. And I think it's so true when you were saying about like, you're, you're going to learn so much about the person. And even just like the little nitty gritty things like seeing how they like unpack their bag like do they hang their stuff up or is there shit fucking everywhere like (laughs) you really are gonna learn and then they're like sleeping habits like you said like are they gonna wake up and like wake up early and like you know early bird catches the worm or are they gonna like sleep in like I like to wake up like enjoy the day like it's so much fun and then you know there's some people that like want to sleep and I'm like you're freaking ruining the day. I mean, that's my <laughs> personal opinion, but like some people might be like, well, I want to sleep. It's my vacation. So right. different things yeah. that I think people do and you will learn when you're on yes. vacation. So. Yeah. And I think that if there's any tip that I could offer for that, it would be, so while you're learning all of this, don't be ready to lash out if something doesn't align right away, because then you're mm-hmm. really just going to make it awkward and you're going to potentially ruin the trip so kind of just take this information take it with a grain of salt at first and if this continues then obviously you want to say something but 
don't lash out right away with mm. your thoughts and opinions on what they're doing and how they're handling themselves because you never know. Maybe the person's hangry. Maybe they're just jet lagged mm. or people do and say and act weird in weird ways and things when they're traveling. Like traveling just yeah. really puts a human outside of their element. And when you're actually mm. in the midst of flying or driving, I mean, you're really just, you have no rights. Right. I mean, if you think about going through customs, I mean, everything on you, everything about you is free reign. Mm. And, you know, that is not the time to start something with a new person that you're traveling with about something that bugs you. I mean, just take the information and use that to help you in the future. That's such good advice. I love that. And it is so true because it's like, you don't want to ruin the trip, like you said. And I think just talking about things prior to the trip, I think is also yes. like, like, okay, how, okay, let's just make an example. We're going to Florida for a whole week. Like one person does, and I think this can go for relationships or a friend trip. I think, okay, some, I think everyone should have a job. Like, okay, one person looks up hotels. One person Ooh. looks up what to do. One person looks up flights and like tracks the flights and what's, you know, what's the best deal or what, yeah. you know, what everyone wants. I think everyone should have like their own designated job That's because then you can kind of put it all together and then no one is like just doing all the work and then they're, they're going to like resent the other people for just like doing nothing. So I like that in a sense of like, you kind of all work together, all hands on deck and just... Because, like, you might find something that your friend wouldn't have even thought of. You know what I mean? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I would completely agree with that. We actually took, in 2018, we took a big friend group trip to the Dominican Republic. And now, keep in mind, I think there were, like, 13... Wait. I There was somewhere around, like, 12 of us. and. It was even some people with other people that I hadn't met before. And that can be really scary. I mean, you're right. getting a group of 30-somethings on a trip in another country. Some of them haven't met. I, things could get a little weird. So it actually ended up being one of the best trips that we've ever taken. And nobody had any issues with anyone. Nobody fought. Politics never came up. I mean, we literally all chilled and had the best time. And I still, to this day, I think like, what did we do to make that such a successful trip? And I think you're right. I think that everybody has to contribute something because you do, you end up resenting. You feel like all of a sudden you're doing all the work or something. And then all of a sudden you hate everybody else because Mm -hmm. everybody has an opinion. And you're like, well, if you would have gave me some ideas, maybe you wouldn't feel that way or, you know, and it just creates this chaos that doesn't need to be. But yeah, I mean, you also have to be willing to let people do their own thing. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I mean, if somebody is not feeling the excursion, okay, don't do it. Exactly. Because you don't want that person to like, just like be annoyed the whole time when you are off like having a blast and they're like have to kill the vibe like that's the worst like I think that's such good advice like if you don't want to do something don't do it like go off and do your own thing yes actually on that trip it was so the 
we booked through Apple Vacations, which was great because we had a travel agent and she made everything so easy for us and everything like that. So there was a time that we could go to book excursions if we wanted to. So we all did that as a group and everybody booked this excursion. Okay. So the next day comes around and keep in mind, this excursion was like $150 a piece. And the next day comes around and a couple of the guys are just like, I don't know. I'm not really feeling leaving today. I just want to chill by the pool. And we're like, okay. I mean, you guys already paid for the excursion. Like, are you sure about that? And that was the only thing that we questioned was like, you paid for it. Like, don't you want to do it? And they're like, you know what? We've paid more for less. We're just going to hang out. And we were like, okay. And they had the best time. We had the best time. Nobody hated anybody for it. And we talked about our day at the end of the day. So, I mean, honestly, it gives us something else to talk about. And they had it. Like, why would I hate them for choosing not to do it? Yeah. 100% because that's that's on them, right? Yeah, exactly. They didn't care that they were losing the money, which I'm like, holy shit. I, I mean, <laughs> I would rather cancel and get my money back than just cancel it and not go. Yeah, I don't remember why they couldn't. There was something, I don't know if, yeah, I don't remember what it was, but they definitely, I think there was a grace period where they could cancel and they missed the window, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like you mentioned, like, talking about what you all want to do, like, maybe some people really are, like, foodies and they want to go on, like, to breweries and wineries and you know stuff like that like doing crazy cool experiences at you know restaurants whatever and then I think there's some people that are like more adventurous they want to go on hikes and bike rides and zip lining and what have you yes I think really discussing up front what the expectations are and what people want to do because you know maybe maybe they'll be like and I'm sure that this happened during the trip is you know I'm sure you guys did a lot of things together but then I'm sure certain couples maybe went off and kind of did their own thing or maybe like a couple couples like did one thing and another couples did other things and I think that's kind of fun because then it's like if you obviously want to do something that someone else does then you can do it together but I think also and I I guess I have been on a few trips like with with other um couples and then Mm -hmm. like with my family and like my brother and sister-in-law and stuff like that Um, And I think another good tip is when you are in some sort of group dynamic, I think, you know, maybe having a dinner with you and your spouse or, you know, just doing a few things just like alone to have your alone time Uh to kind of connect and like, obviously like vice versa of like, if you and your girlfriends want to go do something and then the guys kind of do something, I think that's totally fine. And it's not like you have to hang out with every single person the entire time even I've heard of a lot of folks actually like when they're in a group setting they actually kind of take time to like just do something solo and I think that's fine too because some people I mean I definitely recharge a little bit when I'm alone but I Mm -hmm. love being around people and there's some folks that like are completely super introverted and they're like oh my god I need my alone time in the morning to just like take a walk read my book and then like I'll come back to the group and like you know have the day yeah but I think whatever you feel 
is like best for you, mm-hmm. just do it and don't feel bad about going to take a walk or maybe doing an excursion on your own. Like, don't feel bad about that. No, not at all. Honestly, like I, a friend of mine actually that was on that big group trip, she is, she's single and she is used to being by herself all the time. So yeah. sometimes being in large groups of people for longer periods of time gets very overwhelming for her. So just purely from like a societal standpoint where she's like, okay, I'm like super oversensitized right now. I need a second to get back to me. Um, Just to take that little bit of time during the day to go back to her room and regroup and take a nap or just spend some time by herself was really important to her. So instead of getting, you know, all butthurt about it and like, oh, you don't want to spend time with me, you know, we're only going to be able to do this once or whatever. It's like, yeah, go do your thing and we'll get back together when you're ready. Absolutely. And I think that's beautiful because like she was comfortable enough to be like, hey, you know, I'm just going to kind of do my own thing for a little bit. And I think that's important because you should, you should like really celebrate that because not ever like some people I would and this is a good example of some people would be like oh I don't want to like miss out but I really need my alone time and and then they're like they're like a battle in their own head when they Uh, really want the alone time but they didn't take it because they didn't want to make people feel bad so at least that friend of yours was like you know what I'm just gonna I'm gonna enjoy enjoy my alone time for a little bit and then regroup so I think that's I think that's really beautiful um And then what do you think about like, cause obviously that big of a group, did you guys do like a, a hotel or it was like at an Airbnb or like, what was the, the vibe? So the vibe was an all-inclusive resort. That oh, was the perfect. first one. Yeah. That we had ever stayed at and it was, uh, it was heaven. <laughs> so it was actually at the breathless resort in Punta Cana and it was an adults only resort. I I still remember this. Oh my gosh. We, so it was mostly men that were on this trip and it was like me, another guy's wife, my friend, um, Jessica. And I think that was actually it for all of the women. Yeah. And everybody else was guys. They were all like my husband's friends. And, Uh um, we walk into this resort, we check in everything and they're like, okay, so the rooms aren't ready yet, but you guys can hang out by the pool. You can go get lunch, get drinks or whatever. It's like a party atmosphere at one of the pools. And that's kind of like how you have to walk into the resort. So we get down to the party pool, we called it. And one of our friends like had this like double decker pool with like glass on the bottom and it was an infinity pool. And I guess mm-hmm. there were like two women like up there, like dancing or making out or something like that. And he looks up there and he was like, oh my God, this is going to be the best damn vacation I've ever been on. I mean, it was like, <laughs> from that point on, you just, you felt the vibe and it was like, that's awesome. All, all hell breaks loose. They have foam <laughs> parties and it's just it was very adult in that pool. I'll say that. <laughs> oh my, that sounds like a blast. Oh, it was oh my such a blast. And oh my gosh, they have these crazy stories. This guy was like trying to hook up with this girl in the pool and he got too drunk and stuffed his <laughs> toe on the way back to his room and left a trail of blood and the they had to like come and get, I don't, it was so like, That's wild. 
That's hilarious. I these are like the things. These are the stories that you have for the rest of your lives. Like, yes, you know, make the best of it. Right, enjoy all of the moments. I always, and I know this. I don't know if other people do this, but when I travel, I'm like, it's just so incredible. I will literally keep. I I should like handwrite it, but I always just do it in my notes on my phone. I'll do like day one and everything we did, because there'll be times where like, yes, I take a. I take an insane amount of pictures whenever I go on a trip. Oh, I know. Personally, like, I I take, like, probably minimally, like, a thousand photos. Like, my Hawaii trip, I think I only took, like, 800, 900. And I was like, how did I not get over a (laughs) thousand? My fiance was like, Janae, you're actually insane. Anyway. (laughs) So, I love to take photos. But I also like to do, like, a little journal and say, this is what we did. Like, because I'll want to, like, tell other people about it. And I'll, like, forget some, like, places or you know, things that happen, you know what I mean? Like if it was something right. funny or whatever, I don't know. That's a really good idea. I like to like just write a little like prompt about at each day yeah. and then kind of like look back on it and be like, oh my gosh, like, cause That's I will forget certain things that you do. Cause it's like, especially oh, yeah. if it's a full day, it's like you go from this place to this place. And then it's like, holy shit. What, what did I do first? I forget. <laughs> like, I know you get so like into it and it's like I had this amazing day but what did I do because you just you're so immersed in it I mean I guess that's kind of what we do with YouTube we're right we're documenting everything we just don't write it down we just film it (laughs) hey well that's also really cool because then you can kind of like relive the moment yes we do (laughs) we do watch our own videos quite a bit Oh yeah. The one that we play back the most is the one from Airplane Beach, Maho Beach and St. Martin, because that was like a bucket list thing for my husband and his friend. Like they just have been wanting to do that for years. So we watch that all the time to relive it. I love that. That's so sweet too. It's like all the all the memories come flooding back and you can remember all the cool things that you did. That yeah. is so fun. Yeah. Um. So going back to like couple stuff, mm. is there anything that you would say like perhaps not to do while traveling? <laughs> <laughs> or I guess in general. Yeah. Okay. So I, okay. I think one of my biggest things is try to, well, not drink. I mean, definitely drink as much water as possible, but maybe try to mm. cut back on your salt intake. And I'll, this is why I'll tell you that because when I fly, I blow up like a balloon. I like, do too. Bloating, swelling, all of the things. And I'm going to tell you if you're traveling as a couple, what is one of the most popular things that's going to make you feel like absolute shit about yourself? It's going to be like how you look and feel, right? Yes. So if you're ingesting all of these like super salty foods and you have to be really careful, especially with like foods at the airport and things like there's so much sodium and stuff and you're just going to feel like absolutely not your best. And when you're traveling, you know, especially as a couple, you, you want to experience all of the things uh, together and spend a little alone time in your room or somewhere else if that's your thing. And you just want to be feeling your best. So I would say don't eat too much salty foods <laughs> or don't eat things that maybe you're not 
always used to or like that you don't know are going to going to agree with you like nothing mm. ruins a romantic sexy night worse than like traveler's diarrhea let me tell oh you. my god <laughs> the worst <laughs> that is the worst yeah like nobody and you know hotel rooms i mean you can hear everything though that bathroom door closes but there are no secrets behind that door so you know that literally is just like the biggest turnoff is like let's you know we just had this beautiful dinner we had a couple of glasses of champagne and it's like i'll be right back and then all of a sudden you hear like the noises coming from the bathroom it's like that's uh, not sexy (laughs) no maybe we'll wait until the morning So yeah, I would say don't eat anything that is not going to agree with you. <laughs> that is a good call. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to think of any other tips on what not to do. I mean, definitely, I would say if you have a medication routine, don't not take your medication. Yeah, Like anxiety, anything like that. I don't take medication, but I take supplements that help me be the best version of myself each day. I know when I'm traveling, I get off of my routine and I may forget to take one of my supplements occasionally. And that doesn't make me a better person. (laughs) I start to not feel like myself again. And, you know, so I would say definitely not even just medications, but try not to stray from your health and wellness routine. Um, that's, that's a definitely good. a huge one for sure. Oh, and anything else? I mean, just def- definitely don't be a dick like to anybody, anybody Seriously. on your path, you know, to the person you're with, because traveling can be extremely stressful. Right. So don't be a dick to the person you're with. Don't be a dick to the gate agent or the flight attendants or the people at the front desk at the hotel. Be kind and, you know, accept the fact that travel is not perfect. Things no. have hiccups. Yes. So you definitely Lord. just don't, generally don't be a dick is my other tip. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one too, honestly. Because, yeah, if something goes wrong, like, you'll figure it out. Like, yeah. nine times out of ten, there's a solution somehow, some way, even if it sucks. Like, yeah. I always think of, like, I thank God, knock on wood, have not experienced like losing a luggage like while I'm no. on vacation. I don't know if you have, but I, I have. It's been a while, but mm-hmm. it's not a good feeling. <laughs> I mean, I truly couldn't imagine. The only thing I had was when I came home, my luggage was like stuck on another airplane. So then they like literally sent it to me. Yeah. Like that day I got back at like three o'clock in the morning, it just showed up on my door because they brought oh. it to my house. But yeah. besides that, I have not experience the the baggage thing but I always hear like lately and this is actually one of the tips but Mm -hmm. I'll say it now anyways so even if you have a carry-on I've been hearing that flights are making you check them Mm -hmm. so what I suggest is having your personal item Mm -hmm. having like an outfit having some underwear having a bathing suit I mean if it's like a beachy vibe like yeah. make sure you have a few things because God forbid you you lose all of your stuff and you literally only have the outfit on you. Yeah, you could go yeah. spend freaking money buying new stuff, but like at least have a minimum of one outfit. Uh-huh. And like obviously your medicines, which I completely agree, your medicines, actually that was someone else's um, 
tip is I forgot all my medicines in my carry-on because I thought I was going to carry it on. And then she was screwed yeah, uh, because her luggage got lost. And I was like, that's fucking sketchy. I've, I've forgotten things like on my carry-on that I like really needed on the airplane. And I was like, Janae, why'd you do that? Yeah. But it's so critical to make sure you have some stuff oh on your gosh. It is. There are legitimately like a handful of essentials that I have to have in my possession all of the time. And it's yeah. it's like clean underwear, another outfit, another pair of shoes, depending on the destination, yeah. toothbrush, toothpaste. Oh my and God. Yes. Deodorant and like mascara or something. And yeah. like those things I must have in my personal item. And that's the thing. Like a lot of people get confused with the carry on versus personal item thing. And mm-hmm. like some people think that the personal items like your purse. And if you're a woman, like the, you carry your purse and then like your roll along is your other personal item. It's not, it's a carry on. And so yes. you have to know the rules and the descriptions of what the airline terms like carry on and personal item and things that you can have in your possession and things you can't. And so know, first of all, know the circumstances and then also, yes, have these essentials where it just think about if you got stranded on the side of the road and no one could pick you up for eight hours, what would you need? That's a, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. (laughs) Put that I shit mean, in there. Yeah, put it in there. I mean, underwear takes up no room. Right. I mean, you can roll it so easily. Yeah. And flip-flops take no room. And toothbrush, toothpaste, you know, deodorant, like, bam, you're done. Like, Right. Travel size. Yeah. Yes. I, I couldn't agree more. And I think um, another good thing is just, like, with having your carry or your personal items, so, like, say, a purse, this is what I do. I literally will bring a backpack, put yep. my purse in it and then I'll put like you know the outfits and whatever like the yeah. shoes um what like my neck pillow whatever like definitely utilize like because I always used to think oh I just can bring my purse and then I thought no some people literally have like a big duffel bag and like a push you know a, a yeah. little tiny um luggage and I'm like Janae why don't you do that so I literally started <laughs> bringing like a backpack and so you, then you can put more stuff in it Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, I do. I have a backpack that I use for um, my personal item. And then I have mm. my like away rolling suitcase that everybody has now these days. Oh yes. Yeah. But you. like the backpack that I have, like I was very, very particular in the type and style of backpack too, because I have yeah. like, I want to be able to access this pocket or this pocket. I need this pocket for my laptop because I do a lot of work when I'm on the road too. So I'm also trying to think about protection for the electronics and Mm. bags that can easily open where something could slip out and I might lose a memory card or, you know, things like that. So you definitely want to be very specific with the structure of your personal and carry on items too. And yeah, I mean, I definitely do the same thing. I take like my purse, which is usually like a, like a crossbody mm. of some sort that can also turn into a clutch that can also be a wallet. So oh, things see, that can be that. like multiple items, right. I stuff that super, in my backpack. Super versatile. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I'm all about the so I'm like an overpacker. I don't know about you. Would you say that you're over or underpacker? Oh, I used to be an overpacker, <laughs> but now 
now I can honestly, so I did a three, a three day trip to Savannah recently during the summer with a girlfriend of mine and with our flight times and Airbnb check-in times, it like, we were going to have to be walking around the city for like six hours before we could get in. So mm. I was like, all right, guess I'm backpacking it. <laughs> You're like, all right, pack it light this time. <laughs> yeah. So three days in the old backpack, I got it down to. So I definitely wow. have it down to a science now where I literally yeah. take only what I need and plan on wearing like at least one thing twice. Yes. And also I've been hearing a lot that just reminded me when you were talking about like what you're wearing. Um, I've been seeing a lot of um, I'm, I'm part of like this Facebook group that that's women traveling and whatever. They yeah. give really good tips, but they say pick like a couple colors and then mm-hmm. everything will match. So say your colors are like black white and tan like you can literally wear so many things so like you have a lot of black pants then you can have like all those different neutral shirts and like so everything can pair together and I'm like that's genius oh my gosh I that's I it's funny you mentioned that because I actually started dwindling down my actual wardrobe for like here at home to I'm doing like a capsule wardrobe so everything like all the colors blacks and neutrals and whites and stuff like that I'm really trying to get down to those colors so I can mix and match everything and have less clothing, but better quality items. So I actually was doing that with when I was packing to travel and didn't even realize it. So because I did for Savannah, I was like, well, I'm going to take like two black shirts and I'm going to take tan this, tan that, and everything can like mix and match. And I I can wear things three times and no one will notice because it's a different outfit. And Yeah. The only thing that really sucked was that it was hot as balls. And I'm pretty sure that my entire backpack had to like sit outside for a little while when I got home because everything smelled so bad. (laughs) (laughs) I was sweating so much. That's the hard part is that like, or like, for instance, if you like go to the pool in the morning and then like you go to lunch and then you go to the pool again and then like, then you go out to like a nice dinner. So it's like, I'm the type of person where I will bring like I will bring like 30 outfits for like, I don't know, like 10 days. Cause I'm like, oh, but what if I really want to wear? I'll, I'll, I, I'm uh, a complete overpacker and it's so annoying. But I will <laughs> say the packing cubes, do you know what I'm talking about? The little. Yes. So for those of you who do not, not know, I highly recommend going to TJ Maxx, Marshalls, one of those types of stores. I'm sure Walmart, Target has them. Oh, yeah. But they're literally, think about it as a little mesh bag. So it's very flat. And it has like a little mesh area where you can see all your outfits. But what you do is you roll them up and then you stack them inside and it's like it zips. It's almost like a little a little package, I guess you could yeah. say. And I'm telling you, it's a game changer because you can see because there's nothing worse than when you're trying to look for something in your luggage and you're literally ripping things out left and right. And you're like, where is this dress that I want? So like you yeah. can visually see everything and it takes up not that much space which is the best part oh my gosh it's a a game changer truly I freaking love those things and if they're compression that's even better because then you have space to take more stuff (laughs) right right yeah and always I all I always keep some space because I always buy things oh yes that is like one of the biggest things that I make the mistake of I try to now I pack so like specified to what I know I need that I don't leave myself any space to buy anything new (laughs) yes that's that's a good tip because you get a 
I mean, obviously, I'm I I personally love to go shopping and just buy a bunch of shit, and uh, yeah. like for other people too. I'm just like every time I go on vacation, I'm like I have to buy this for this person and this, and I'm like, <laughs> why do you do this? But anywho, I always leave space for those types of gifts. I mean, if worse comes to worse and you really don't have any room, you could always ship a box oh, to yourself. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not ideal, but like it's it's. It's possible if you need to do that. I think Absolutely. That's always, well, that's another really cool. another tip for that too is if you're going somewhere for a lengthy period of time or like you know you're going to be buying a lot of stuff, take mm. an empty suitcase. And yes. you can make that your carry-on, you know, roll that right. little thing onto the plane and take the empty suitcase along as though it's got stuff in it, but it doesn't. And then use that to put all of your purchases in and then just take yeah. it back with you. That's a genius. And you just reminded me of another thing. Oh, um, I always bring like a very flat, like bags, because like yes. I think always like yes, you have your backpack, but like you know, if I go to the beach, like I want like a little bag to put all my stuff in. Like there was one time I forgot it, and it just it was so inconvenient. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like it's it's the worst when you forget a little something. But yeah. always remember, nine times out of ten, if you really forgot something and you really need it, like you can go to a store and just pick something up. Like yes. I'm always so stressed. And I think making a list every time I go somewhere, I always make a list of all like the chargers and the hair products and this and that. And, and it's just, yep. it keeps, it helps keep your head straight and just oh, like, definitely don't want to forget something that is like super necessary. And I'll even create the list like very far in advance. And then as it gets closer, I'll be like, Oh, and I need that too. So I'll throw that on the list. And just yes. Yeah. I actually, note definitely a list I am a list maker I'll like I need to write out you know what I think I might be doing like what the like situations are gonna be and then I'll kind of put together an idea then of what I need but yeah yeah, I mean that is being organized like that is so so important the pre-planning process I actually thought about like for our YouTube channel, if we get like a website together and actually get our shit together and, you know, grow the business, uh, like we should be doing, I was thinking about putting together like a digital something or other, like a course or offering like digital PDFs to send to people, like pre make, like make the lists for you where you can just plug in what you need to, and then, you know, help like travel packing, like, Oh yeah. Stuff for people because that's something that people don't think about. And especially if you don't do it that often, it's like, like, you're like a lost puppy. Yeah. Yeah. So you need someone to guide you in the packing process, but yeah, you're right. I mean, no matter where you are in the world, there are stores that sell bags and deodorant because most 99%, well, maybe not 99, a large percentage of people brush their teeth, right? So if you need toothpaste, you'll uh, probably find it. <laughs> right, right. Those little knickknacky things. And I also recommend doing travel size. Like nine times that a lot of things have travel sizes, okay. whether it be online or like I know like the Target or even like um a convenience store like CVS, Walgreens will have like a little section of like travel stuff. Go there and get yes. that stuff. Do not bring your massive oh bottle of hair products or what no. have you. For the love of God, don't do that. Or buy the little empty bottles. If you have, if you absolutely cannot part with your shampoo and conditioner, buy the little bottles, put them in there. But Mm -hmm. also if you have to have something like if you use, um, I don't know, like 
Olaplex or something like that. Yes. I, they make little mini sizes. Go up to like the cat, the, reg- the register area at Sephora or Ulta. They have all those yes. like little mini sizes. They're Chances are you're going to be able to find what you need or something comparable there. Absolutely. And I love the tip of getting the empty things because nine times out of 10, if you have a big bottle of your shampoo and they don't have the little travel sizes or if they're super overpriced, you yeah. can just get the little the little travel size empty containers and do it yourself for yeah, you can do that pretty much free. Everything. You can get these like kits on Amazon. That's this is what yeah. I did. And you can buy little like pump bottles for your skincare too, because oh, I honestly, it. like I don't know. Like I love my skincare routine is like the Bible for me. I need oh, to 100%. I am like Yeah. So even when I'm traveling, I try to maintain it as much as I possibly can. So I put as much as I'll need in these little containers for the length of time that I'll be there. And then that's fine. I don't need to buy anything extra. And now I do have like a, um, like a travel makeup bag with all of my travel stuff in there that I can literally just pick up and go. And I know my essentials are in there because I'm like, I'm packed most of the time I stay packed just in case like a random something that comes up just like we recently did but yeah so I do have some seconds of things that I keep on hand but I mean if it's something that you cannot part with just use an empty container yes love that that is such a good tip yeah I think just really just doing what you feel is right but also just making a list staying organized communicate with who you're traveling with like yes so important, so critical. And I think it will just make the whole trip very smooth. And yes. like I said, if something goes wrong, you will figure it out. Like you will. something else will change and it will all be okay. And yeah, another tip is to always confirm plans too. Oh my always gosh. Confirm. Yes. I've heard of <laughs> horror stories of someone going to like the wrong airport when they were in like another oh country. God. I mean, I would freak out. <laughs> like, I, the scariest I think the closest we've ever been to in like a scary situation like that is we were flying to South Padre Island uh, last year actually and well we had a layover in Houston and well there's two different airports in Houston so my one friend booked our flights because of the like the way that we arranged it to do it the most economical way possible we flew into a different airport than we were we thought we were flying into Mm. and because she booked them she told us the airport and we were like well it's not showing up on our apps like what's going on and she was like oh my god I thought we were at the other airport and I was like oh we were literally en route I was like where are we going (laughs) and I didn't know like where to get the uber from or like not the uber but or like what terminal to be in because I was like looking up yeah the lounges situation and everything I was like oh my god we're gonna miss our flight because we're looking around for this damn lounge and we're not even in the right airport with this lounge I it was that's stressful (laughs) I mean that was like even just like a very small stressful situation but actually experiencing something where you're not sure where you are or something like that especially as a woman like traveling if you're alone like oh yeah just confirm your plans that's all I'm saying (laughs) do you have any do you have any like horror story that something went wrong or so it, it wasn't really sketchy so we definitely have a horror story from uh this was probably like seven years ago now we were taking my husband's sister and her husband at the time 
they had never flown. So we were like, okay, we'll, we'll do like a short trip to Florida so you guys can like fly and it's a quick flight, everything. So it was a little vacation that we were taking and we were flying out of BWI in Baltimore and we were flying Southwest. So it was a very early flight. I figured, and I know BWI like the back of my hand because that's like my home yeah. airport. I grew up like flying out of there and everything. So I was like, we're just going to drive. We're going to park in the daily lot and then we'll just take the shuttle over to the terminal. So I check the night before I fly somewhere, the Twitter page for that airport. And oh, I, they, I knew that there were some weather issues in the area, but everything was on time. There were no cancellations, nothing. Right. So we leave at like three 30 in the morning to get to the airport and we get there park, take the shuttle over to the terminal terminal is I've never seen that many people in one space in my life. Oh, and no. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Mm. So, and it's the Southwest terminal. The line was like figure eighting around like multiple times to the mm. outside because Southwest decided to cancel all of their flights from the night before. Oh no. So of course that wasn't on BWI Airport's Twitter page. That was on Southwest's Twitter page, I'm guessing. Oh no. I didn't see it. So we arrived two hours before our flight, but we were standing in line because we were checking luggage. And we were in line, and I remember saying to one of the agents before we got up to check our luggage, I said, we are in danger of missing our flight. Is there any way that we can, like, move up in this line or get into a different line or something? And she was like, sorry. The flight literally took off while we were in line. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So my, my brain goes to, okay, we live in, like, the corridor for all airports, right? So we're within three or four hours from LaGuardia, JFK, Philly, Baltimore, Dulles, Reagan, Pittsburgh, every, all these airports, right? Mm. So I get up to, we get up to the, the ticket counter and I'm like, okay, so we missed our flight. We need to rebook. And there's like 16 to 20 flights a day going out of Baltimore to Tampa is where we were going. So it's like, there's gotta be something else. We can just fly later. And she's like, nope, nope, we're booked till Tuesday. And I'm like, what? You've got to be kidding me. So I said to her, I was like, okay, we need to check Dulles. Let's check. Right. Like we checked all these airports and literally the earliest she could get us out was Tuesday. Now, fortunately, my parents still live right outside of Baltimore. So I'm like, okay, we need to leave the airport and we need to regroup. My dad is a seasoned traveler. He's like million mile miler club everything he's been flying he used to work in california like it he knows everything about flying we get back to my parents house my dad happens to be there and i was like oh this is what happened and he was like why are you checking luggage and i was like i don't know it's stacy's first time it's brad's first time and you know we wanted to have fun we were planning on doing all this stuff and he was like get rid of that shit (laughs) he was like Go to the store, buy a carry-on, dwindle down to everything you just need to take. And he goes, go back to the airport and get on standby. And I was like, okay. At this point, I mean, by the time we did everything, it was so late. And we were like, we're going to go back to the airport tomorrow and try. And I was like, can we even get through security if we don't have a ticket? 
for that day? And he was like, yeah, as long as you have a ticket, you can get through security. Interesting. So I was like, okay. So we get to the airport. We all, all four of us get on different flight standby lists. Oh, yep. And so we're just like, we spend the majority of the day trying, we're just going around from gate to gate to gate to try to get on standby and praying that our hotel is going to give us a refund because we've already missed a night. Right. And somehow by the grace of something, all four of us end up the last four people on a two o'clock PM flight to Tampa. Oh my gosh. I had no idea how that happened, but we ended up there and then the trip was fine on the way back. Our car didn't show up to pick us up to take us to the airport. And then we had that issue, but that was the most, yeah, that was the most like, uh, it was just a very stressful experience and flying with people that had never traveled before. Right. They're like, this is how it is. They don't know what to do. So you're literally like responsible for trying to figure everything out for everybody and hoping that it works. And, and I'm like, yeah, this is, this is not normal. Like (laughs) this is before the pandemic. So things were really like not normal like that at that point. And yeah, I mean, it was just, that's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, I've had canceled flights. I've had delayed flights where I've been like sleeping on the floor in the airport before. But like, to me, those aren't really horror stories because if you travel enough, it'll happen to you at some point. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) I've had one kind of unfortunate experience where we were about to get on the plane. It was a morning flight. They were like, oh, the plane's broken. I was like, great. We're waiting for the engineer. So it was like two hours later. And then they're like, oh, we're going to get on the plane. And then they were like, haha, just kidding. We can't fix it. So they were like, you can either. And this was in New Hampshire. So they said, okay, you can either go to Boston airport like, and hop on there and then go to Idaho because I was going back to college. Or you could wait like six hours here and then fly out. And I was like, I would rather just go to Boston. I had the most traumatic taxi ride of my entire life. Oh, the guy no. was like 90, talking on the phone in a different language the entire time. And I was just like, I was just scared because I was like, I've never experienced a taxi. This was when I was younger. Yeah. I never experienced a taxi ride. And he's driving like a fucking insane person yeah. so i thought i was gonna die yeah and then i had this woman this woman thankfully she was with me like i don't even know who she was but she had to also do the same thing yeah. and i was just like thank so thankful she was there with me to like calm me down because i was freaking oh out gosh. and then i had to go through tsa again obviously mm-hmm. and then i almost missed my flight because it was a short window to get there and it was right. about like an hour and some change drive it was it was nuts thankfully i made it i don't gosh. know how yeah. um but yeah and so my listeners gave me some really great tips. So I would love to share Ooh, them. With I would love to hear them. <laughs> so the first one is someone said Priceline Express deals, which I'm not, Ooh. I'm not familiar with, but I'm sure it's like, you know, those, those deals like kind of like Expedia. I've yeah. definitely used Expedia before as well as the Hopper app, which I think is, it's pretty popular at this point. Oh, yeah. Some people are still not familiar, but you can basically watch flights um, you can say where you want to go. Um, and then you can even do like if you're flexible with time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can just give you the best, you know, bang for your buck for the flight that you want to go to. So yeah. I, think, I always think that's a good option. Yeah. The only thing I would say about something like the Priceline Express. So a lot of people don't know this. So the third party bookers, I'll say, like your Expedia's, mm-hmm. your Priceline's, things like that. 
um, when there is the situation of needing to give priority to something as far as reservations, you mm-hmm. are absolute last on the list because you worked with a third party vendor. And I'll tell you, this actually specifically happened to me in Las Vegas with a hotel. I booked a stay at a Hilton with hotels.com uh-huh. and I get to the hotel and they canceled my reservation. Didn't tell me nothing. And they had uh-huh. no room. And I said, uh-huh. what, like, how is this possible? Right. And that's how I found out that if they have to bump people, you're literally the first person getting bumped and you may or may not find out. Like I was on a plane, I guess when they did this, so I never got a notification, nothing. And I was like left figuring out where to stay that night. So just be careful when you're booking with a third party vendors, always try to book directly through the hotel or the airline. If you can, if it makes sense. Um, I love looking up Google flights to try to get the best prices, but then I go directly to the airline to book. Oh my God. That is probably the best tip ever because I'm trying to think, I think I've only done that Expedia thing once. Yeah. And I actually got a hotel in Hawaii on Groupon and I'm shocked that it actually was yeah. like normal and fine but it's amazing that's, that it did <laughs> I took a chance that time and it was $90 and oh. it was it was so cheap and I was like oh this is great it was literally like such a cute little condo yeah. with a full kitchen but oh definitely be careful yes yes definitely <laughs> especially if you're going a long way from home exactly yeah that's that's really good um we already talked about the carrying thing carry on stuff yeah um uh, me and my fiance, when we went to, to Aruba, we actually brought alcohol bottles. Like, so I, I think some of them were glass, but most of them were plastic. Okay. Um, and you can bring a certain amount, obviously check with your airlines of, of you know, liquids. But yeah. um, obviously we had to put them on our, our um, check bag, but we literally brought so much alcohol. We just like made our own drinks. We saved so much money there was a pitcher in the room he literally oh made like gosh. a thing of margaritas and then we bought like you know cute little aruba cups that we obviously brought on the beach with us and we literally made so many of our own drinks so he would make because he used to be a bartender so he would make different drinks oh. every day and i can't tell you how much money we saved just by doing that you know what i mean that's great drinks can just add up and i mean we like oh, to yeah. have fun like we like to have some drinks on the beach whatever by the pool and like I'm telling you, we saved a bunch of money. Obviously, this is if yeah. it's not all inclusive, but our, right, our- yeah. I mean, if it's all inclusive, then you definitely you don't, have to worry. don't want to do it. Yeah, because it's all included. Right. But oh, yeah. that's such a good tip. Yeah. So someone else said, like, bring nips, bring bottles, like yes, um, packing cubes, traveling lightly, and buying things at your destination. If if you know you're kind of in a pinch, or you know you didn't yeah. have time to go to the store, like just buy. Yeah. You know, the only thing I will say is be careful with the sunscreen. If you're going to a resort, oh God, they are yes. going to jack up the prices. I've yes. seen sunscreen for forty dollars a bottle. Like Me if too. you, what I like if you burn like I do, it's a necessity. Take it, it with you because you're literally you're spending. <laughs> so oh much gosh. it's insane and they know it Absolutely. that's why they do it right right um someone said do your research mm, like yeah. obviously look up things to do i mean obviously if you're a planner like you know look up things yes absolutely absolutely if you can if you want to wing it you know 
that's yeah. all obviously. I have a friend that like plans an itinerary and mm. I'm like no I'm not even looking at this it reminds oh. me of the full house episode from the mid 90s where like they're going to Disney or something and Danny Tanner makes this itinerary and hands it out to everyone <laughs> and they're all standing in a line like walking on a pier throwing it into the water that okay. is how that okay. seems to me like I don't need a full-on itinerary I'd love to um, do my research and have yeah. an idea or if there's something that I know that is extremely sought after maybe make a plan before I go to do it or make a reservation if I need to yeah. but otherwise I also love to just like explore and let the moment Wait. like yeah yeah because you might come across something that you were like oh I didn't know exactly about you're like oh shit I made yeah. a reservation already like yeah so it's it's definitely definitely preference like some people love an itinerary I yeah I kind of just like to wing it a little bit, like have your things that you definitely want to do. And then yes. like maybe like a free day where you're like, let's go do whatever the hell we want, which yes. I think it, it's fun like that. Absolutely. Um, and a lot of people don't know this, but you can bring vibrators on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> that was That's another. I actually thing. didn't know that, but yeah. I figured maybe like, why couldn't you? I mean, my sister used to, you remember that like hair tool, that Revo thing that like with the swirling like head yes. to like dry your hair or something. She brought that in her suitcase one time and <laughs> it got searched and oh, no. I'm pretty sure that the agent thought it was a vibrator because she was like placing it back. <laughs> That's so, so that is hilarious. I mean, <laughs> some of them have like a travel mode I've, I've heard and like, oh literally just like turn it off like so it doesn't just start buzzing oh my god a lot of them are like bluetooth or not bluetooth but like um you know you charge it through so so it's not like a battery but yeah um you know i would not want that to go off like in the suitcase (laughs) and it's it's the worst when you get search it's so awkward it's like god damn it i swear to god i do every time i go out of the country I did when I, I and they like searched me. And then one time I brought a candle home mm-hmm. from Hawaii and they literally went through all of my shit. Yeah. They bought the candle and they like looked on the bottom. They did this weird thing. And I, I don't know what they did. They swiped something. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not trying to bring anything illegal. I swear. I know. I but, know. I used to get searched all the time because I flew a lot for work when I worked at a tea company and I would mm-hmm. go to like trade shows and I was always carrying tea with me. Well, yeah. what does tea look like? Oh my god! Depending on what it is, so <laughs> I would get every. I I went to the airport early, knowing I was going to get searched. You're like, I know. Like, I'm yeah, sure. like I just it was inevitable, and they would like swab everything, and so. And then you're like, and then you're like, did I forget to take something out? Like I used to carry pepper spray, and I would yeah. always remember to take it out. Thankfully. Mm-hmm. But there was yes. one time I have my cosmetology license and I'm shocked that I didn't get in trouble. I accidentally forgot to take my cutting shears <gasps> out of my oh. purse. They let me on with that shit. I was oh shocked. I was like, what the fuck? Like, thank God I'm not a psycho, but. I know, right? I better, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Now, well, this is so much fun. We have to do our little travel this or that now. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I really catered this to traveling because I think obviously this is our travel episode. So I said, you know what? We're going to do all travel things. Yes. So the first one is, do you prefer lots of small trips or one long trip? Ooh, lots of small trips. Love. Yeah. Beaches or mountains? Beaches. Beaches. <laughs> pool, yeah. pool or ocean? 
Ooh. Ocean, as long as the ocean is of quality. I mean, like when we were in Costa Rica, the Pacific is so cold and it was beautiful. But I mean, we spent most of our time in the pool because it was just too cold. (laughs) That's fair. Totally. Um, Would you prefer a party trip or like a romantic trip? Party trip. (laughs) Love it. I I mean, I, you know, the best part about some of these resorts, like the Breathless one in Dominican, they have a party side and then they also have like a cool side where you can just chill and nice. So like, I honestly, I love a combo trip, you know, party, party, but then like also be romantic and then just, you know, like vibe it up. Right. No, I love that. (laughs) Um, Do you prefer window or aisle seat? Aisle. Me too. I like my space. I need to like put my elbow out. (laughs) Yes, I like to put my legs because I'm really tall. So it's like, I like to stretch. How tall are you? I'm 5'8". Oh yeah, same. Me too. Really? Yeah, I need to like stretch my legs out. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, Do you prefer local like street food or like a fancy restaurant? Oh, that's tough. I love both. Mm. Um, I would definitely say street food just to get like a taste of the local flair. Yeah. But I got to tell you, like St. Martin, the French side, what they call it, the culinary capital of the Caribbean. Like I would do fancy food there all day. <laughs> love, love that. That's so fun. Um, do you like, like if you had to choose like zip lining or like, you know, something like that? Yeah. Or would you prefer to like go on a boat for the day? definitely going to boat i mean zip lining's cool um and all of the adventure stuff but I, mm. there's just something about a boat and water yeah. it's such a vibe <laughs> it is such a vibe yeah um would you rather do like museums and sites or like shopping and exploring shopping and exploring <laughs> wow. that makes me like sound like an uneducated person or something i just i mean i I love learning about stuff and the history but i feel like you can actually do that sometimes better through just meeting people that live there yes and just talking to people and yeah i completely honestly one of the best ways to learn about a place is to go to a bar a local bar yes i just talk to people love that and you learn so much about them and like oh where's the hidden gems you know exactly (laughs) okay I think I might know the answer to this one but (laughs) if you had to choose between Europe and South America you probably yeah yeah (laughs) I mean I I don't blame you I I'm with you too although I do want to go to South America oh definitely Argentina Chile Brazil Yep. yeah I gotta get there um do you prefer touristy spots or like hidden gems hidden gems for sure love yeah i mean there's good stuff at the touristy spots i'm sure and it's all beautiful and stuff but i need i need an authentic experience yes yes all right this one might be tough hotel or airbnb Ooh, so I would typically say Airbnb, but depending Mm -hmm. on where I am, I know that there's some places, especially in the Caribbean too, that you don't want to get an Airbnb. You want to stay on a resort or within some sort of confine because of just safety reasons. But otherwise, I would lean more towards Airbnb. Okay, love that. Yeah. Um, would you rather upgrade your flight or upgrade your hotel? Like, if oh, a- oh, that's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm 
I'm a closet bougie bitch when I travel. So Love I'm going to say flight. Love it. Yes. <laughs> Love it. I need like a glass of champs or something in my hand in first class. I'll take it over an upgraded hotel room. (laughs) Love. All right. And then the last one is, would you rather be able to speak all languages? Like, because obviously if you travel, you could like talk to anyone. Yeah. Or would you rather be able to talk to animals? Oh. Oh. That's a tough one. That's so hard. Um. (laughs) You know, honestly, I would have to say languages. Yeah. Just because I think it would be really, really cool to communicate with people in their own languages. And it puts you in a, in a space. I mean, like, that's the thing that I love about travel. It is, it's humbling and you truly get out of your own world and Mm -hmm. experience and learn and, get to other parts of the world that honestly are a lot of times super hidden from us and being able to communicate with people and learn their ways and learn about their family, their cultures, their way of doing things, I think is just, it's honestly a gift. It It is. is. And And I think it's a completely different outlook. Yeah. Oh, you do. Absolutely. That's that's the thing about travel. It just, it does. It completely changes your outlook on almost everything. Yeah, it totally does. And that's that's the beauty of it. Yeah. I love it. Well, this was literally so much fun. Oh, I it was best. Loved hearing your stories and you had beautiful advice. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, let everyone know where they can connect with you. Absolutely. So you can find me probably uh, my website, www.nelltice.com is the best way to keep up with what's going on and like speaking events and things like that. I can also be found on Facebook, Nell Tice. Um, I'm also on Instagram, Nell K Tice. And you can also listen to my podcast, What the Nell, anywhere you get podcasts. And uh, also on our YouTube channel, you can search out Kenny and Nell. That is our travel channel. So if I can just honestly, I wanted to say this earlier, one last piece of advice for packing. Um, this was like game changing and like my biggest tip I think ever in life. Um, when you're traveling with your shoes, take the shower caps from the hotel rooms and use them as shoe covers so that your clothes all stay clean. Oh, that's genius. I when somebody it. told me that and I was like, mm, yeah, this is it. This is the number one tip. <laughs> that's genius. I love that. Well, thank you so much for being here today. It was so fun chatting with you. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure and we just have the best time and I loved it. So thank you so much. I hope you guys learned something and took something away from this amazing travel episode. I love this conversation so much. It was such a blast talking with Nell again. Definitely check out the episode she was on previously, number 71. And I hope you guys tune in next week for another episode of My Naked Mindset. You know where to find me at My Naked Mindset on all of your social media platforms. And feel free to email me, mynakedmindsetpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Bye. (laughs)